Let's chat with uh, Adam Schefter, ESPN NFL insider. He joins us courtesy of Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks eats, drinks, scenic views. Let's just start with the obvious here, uh, Adam. I mean, we, we've been checking in with you every week, and, man, we've been uh, we've asked you questions about uh, tanking. We've asked you questions about firing Vance Joseph, trading Jerry Judy, all this stuff. But uh, slowly, the Broncos have looked better here the last couple weeks. They get a signature win. And uh, I think there's renewed optimism in Broncos country, Adam. (laughs) Funny how that works out. If you win a game, uh, everybody's all happy. Everybody forgets the pain and sadness. Like, it's just a week-to-week league. And and they won the last game. And even better, you win before a bye week. And you win before a bye week against a team that had beaten you 16 straight. And so it's a huge combination of factors that gives this team a little bit of a mental reprieve, allows itself to recharge you know, midway through the season, and it's just the kind of scenario uh, that you'd like to and hope to have. So it's, uh, it's a great situation, and, and let's see if they can keep it rolling. Adam, I think all our listeners and myself is curious in the fact of what exactly goes into flexing a game. Well... <laughs> Uh, the interesting part about that, Phil, is that basically I think the league has raised the standard for flexing out of games this year because there have been some games that you look at and say, why is the league keeping that? Mm. And, and I think the threshold and the standard for what the league is willing to flex out of right now has been raised. Like the Jets and Raiders were playing this Sunday night, and the league made a decision last Tuesday before mm. – before the Raiders fired Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler and hired Antonio Pierce and Champ Kelly to keep that game on in Sunday night. And at that point in time, there weren't a lot of people clamoring for the Raiders and Jets on Sunday night football this week. Now, all of a sudden, it actually looks like a compelling matchup. You get the Raiders who look rejuvenated, the reset Raiders under Antonio Pierce, and now that becomes attractive in prime time. You know, the week before, uh, NBC had the Bears with Tyson Bajan at quarterback mm-hmm. and the Chargers, right? So, um, so it, you know, they haven't, they haven't flexed that a lot. So, um, any insight as to why? I think, they were, I, I think I, I, you know, I, my guess is, uh, that this year, um, that basically, you know, ESPN, ABC, Monday Night Football can be flexed starting in week 12. Mm. And so there's a lot of flex opportunities. And I think that the league isn't looking to just juggle the schedule just to juggle the schedule unless it feels like it has to. And I think flexing is designed not not because we think this week that or two weeks that the uh, Jaguars-Texans game would be better for Monday Night Football than the um, Bears and Vikings, right? Like, yeah, would we rather see the Jaguars and the Texans? I'm going to probably, yes. Is the league willing to go so far as to say, well, you'd rather see that game, so we're going to basically change the schedule and change the times and, and inconvenience the teams? Like, because it's not a simple thing to do, you know, for fans, for teams, for everybody. So I, I think the league is trying to hold on to the flex option to avoid something like I'm making this up, getting Carolina versus Arizona in week 14. You know, I, I don't even know the matchups, right? Like right, right. That, you, you, that's what you don't want on Sunday night football. Okay. But, but 
you could always find something that's interesting. It may not be the most compelling matchup. You look at this week, Thursday night, it's Panthers-Bears. Eh. Sunday night is the Raiders and Jets. Mm. Monday night is the Bills and Broncos. Not bad, right? Is Are there better games? Sure. Yeah. But they're not going to upgrade just to upgrade. It's sort of like if you had a dinner reservation at a restaurant that's pretty good. Mm. Uh, are you going to change the reservation and alert the group and cancel the credit card because the other place might be slightly better? Yeah, you know what? Let's just ride it out. We'll go have a good time. <laughs> I like that. What a liberal... And I think that's a little bit what this is like here. Okay. I like that, Adam. Um, we got Adam Schefter on the line with us on the Johnson Auto Plaza hotline. You, you just mentioned the uh, the matchup of Monday Night Football, Buffalo and Denver. Man, Adam, um, I follow the Bills uh, pretty closely, and, and the vibes just seem off uh, from uh, a, a, connect- a connectivity standpoint. This is not the Bills that we have been watching. Nope. What is going on in Buffalo? It's a great question. They they have looked off. I, I think you start with the obvious. You lose Tredavious White at corner. You lose Matt Milano. Uh, you lose Daquan Jones. You lose some key defensive players. Right? Matt Milano was their defensive. I think he was their signal caller. Yep. Their leading tackler. Tredavious White was the best defensive back. Daquan Jones got more pressure up front than anybody. Uh, I mean, if we took the best pass rushing defensive lineman the leading tackler and the best cornerback off every team that would impact them. And then you throw in the fact that I think Josh Allen's been playing with a little bit of a shoulder injury. Uh, don't know how much it has or hasn't impacted him, but it's not the same. And they've never, they still have not gotten the running game going the way they should. Like everybody keeps waiting for them to do it. They, they signed Latavius Murray and Damian Harris who got hurt on the Sunday night game against the giants and, they have James Cook, who, who hasn't turned into like the elite-level running back that, that many people thought he had the chance to be. Maybe he still will, but hasn't been that just yet. And so I, I just think there's a lot of things. I also don't know, you know, they, they, they lost Brian Dayball a couple of years ago. I don't know if the offense has functioned at the same high level without him. Like, there's a whole host of things. So when you say what's wrong, maybe it's a little bit of everything, and all the little everythings combined to make one big something in the end. But to your, they have not looked like the Buffalo Bills that have been such a good team in recent seasons. They, they have been off for whatever reason it is. Mm. Adam, what's going on with Kyler Murray? I know you, you talked about it a little bit earlier. You, you, you asked about it or tweeted about it. I don't know what they call it now. <laughs> what's going on? Uh, basically, he's going to practice this week, and Jonathan Gannon, the Cardinals head coach, said that if the p- week of practice goes well, Kyler Murray will wind up starting on Sunday against the Falcons. So I, I, I think you know the best way of saying it is, is Kyler Murray's tracking to start on Sunday, make his season debut. If he plays Sunday, it'll be 335 days since he last tore his ACL mm. in a Monday night game against the New England Patriots. Uh, obviously, he's one of the most, you know, one of the more exciting quarterbacks in football, and everybody would like to see him back out there. And the Cardinals have a lot riding on him, and we'll see how he fares. But uh, it certainly sounds like he's going to be out there on Sunday, starting for Arizona. Adam, last one before we let you go. We're watching Aaron Rodgers walk into uh, a Monday Night Football yeah. without crutches. I mean, we're not. Are we really thinking that this guy, if the Jets get to the playoffs, that he could play football again this year? 
Well, here's the thing about it, right? He is on a mission. He's on a mission to get back. He's on a mission to prove people wrong. He's on a mission to show that he can do things that no other people can. He's on a mission to show everybody that there are things that you can do if you set your mind to it that most people say you can't. Um, So do I think he's going to make it back this year? I guess my answer would be I still think it's going to be challenging and difficult and not easy. Mm. Am I ruling it out? No, I'm not. Not with him. And at the very least, I think it's the kind of thing where he's pushing for it to happen. He wants to make it happen. Everybody's hoping that it will happen. And they're looking forward to it, and they're drawing hope and inspiration from it. And you know what? If they're wrong, well, guess what? He uplifted their spirits and gave him hope during the year. So, so what? So I I think that's kind of where it's at. I, I think he's trying to do something that nobody's really ever done before, come back that quick. And he's determined to make it happen, and the odds are stacked against him. But let's all sit back, watch, and wait to see whether he can do it because it's interesting. Adam, we love having you on. Thank you for your time today. Jack, Phil, have a great day. Enjoy the game tonight. Appreciate you guys. All right, there he goes, the one and the only. That was our ESPN NFL insider, Adam Schefter, thanks to Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views.